Father, hallelujah. We declare that we are grateful. Thank you. Yes, grateful, grateful, grateful. In all things, Father, we give you thanks. Thank you, Father, from the depths of our heart. We thank our Father in the good times, in the bad times, and all the times in between. We say thank you because we know that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord, who have been called according to his purpose. We say good morning, Heavenly Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We welcome you. We thank you. And good morning to each of you who have joined our prayer call this morning. We welcome and we thank you as well. What a beautiful day it is to begin the day together in unity where God commands the blessing. And we've come this morning at the onset giving thanks. Hallelujah. Well, let me introduce you to our team that's lined up this morning. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I am your facilitator this morning. The angel of our house is Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We bless our bishop and Pastor Adrian, their family, in the name of the Lord. Our devotion leader this morning is Minister Randall Gorey. Randall, how are you doing this morning? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I am doing fantastic. It is a great day to be alive, and I am just ready to roll. How are you? Amen. I am blessed. Highly favored of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Our prayer leader this morning is Sister Tracy George. Tracy will lead us in any prayer requests that have been uh, submitted. Sister Tracy, how are you doing today? I'm well. Thank you, Sister Charlene, for asking. Amen. Amen. And we bless every caller on the line today. Hallelujah. Let's go before the throne of God closer. Let's press in closer together, family. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Father, thank you for this day that you have made. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Be glorified this day. Be glorified this morning in this session that we've come together, this call. Be glorified, Father. Be glorified, Jesus. Father, you are our God, and we've come to hear from you and to lift our prayers to you on behalf of others, just as you have called us to do. Father, I ask that you open the hearts and the minds of your people to hear what your spirit is saying to the church, to your church, your body. Father, I pray that we not only hear your word, but we do your word, not grudgingly or out of necessity, but because you said it and we love you and want to be obedient to you. 
Father, may the seed of your word take root. May it take root and continually be watered and nourished in faith. Father, enlighten the eyes of the understanding of every caller, every listener to discern by your spirit, to heed and obey your word and bear fruit. We thank you, Father, for fruit coming forth, fruit that remains. Fruit, Father, give your people 30, 60, 100-fold fruit in the name of Jesus. May it come forth in Jesus' name. Just as you hear every petition, Father, we open our hearts to receive every instruction from you. Speak, Father, through Minister Randall this morning, that Jesus be glorified. Father, I pray that Holy Spirit guides every word in precision this morning as you orchestrate it through Minister Randall and through Sister Tracy. Jesus, be glorified. Our will is to do your will. Be glorified, Jesus, that Father God may be glorified through you. Thy kingdom come, Father. Thy will be done in earth, in these earthen vessels. Let your will be done as it is in heaven. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, and amen. Minister Randall, we're ready for you. Thank you so much, um, Sister Charlene. Thank you so very much. And I also wanted to say good morning to Tracy as well. But I want to just give honor this morning to uh, Father God. Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, I want to acknowledge Bishop Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith this morning, give an acknowledgement to all the clergy that are on the line this morning, as well as recognizing all of the first-time callers, the Universal Body of Christ, as well as my own New Destiny Church. Good morning, everyone. Well, this morning it is already the 4th of November, and we are moving forward in the turn. Just want to come this morning with uh, the devotion that is entitled, The Word Will Warn You When Danger Is Ahead. Be sure not to drift. This word this morning is taking place out of two passages of Scripture this morning, the first being James, the first chapter, the 22nd verse, and also will be Matthew 13, uh, chapter in the ninth verse. So the word will warn you when danger is ahead. Be sure not to drift. We know that the word is God. And if you remain anchored in him, you won't drift or will you sink? Because he'll warn you of the danger that is ahead. But is your heart tuned to hear the voice of the one called Jesus. I want that to marinate as we go forth this morning. If your heart is anchored so that you can hear the voice of the Lord. James, the first chapter, the 22nd verse reads, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourself. Be doers, not hearers only deceiving yourself. So as we focus on this specific 
scripture of verse 22, we do need to just look at uh, the verses 19 through 27 to kind of make some sense out of what this specific scripture is saying. So the book of James in the 19th to the 27th verse, it emphasizes that those who truly trust God don't settle for merely appearing religious, just looking the part. They give up trying to control people with their words and with their anger and with other types of manipulative behaviors. The ones James is speaking of here, though, will begin to humbly receive the word. Those folks that really love God will begin to humbly receive the word of God. They're not looking to manipulate anyone. They're not look. They're not looking to just look the part. God has planted in them the word already, and so all that we need to do is listen to that word and then proceed to do what it says. So faith precedes obedience. If you believe it, you've heard it. It's, it's in your spirit. You believe it, then you move in obedience. But part of what the word says to us is that we should keep control over our words to care for those who are weak and are suffering and to keep ourselves from being polluted by the world around us. Because we have to remember we're in this world, but we're not of it. Amen. I love that James continues, though, to describe further what the life of genuine trusting saving faith looks like. The question I asked on this morning is, how do people, church people specifically, truly trust God the Father to live life daily? How do people truly trust God to live their lives daily? James makes it very clear, to me anyway, that those who trust God don't merely become experts at listening to God's word. How about putting it another way? To believe is to act on what we hear. To believe is to act on what we hear. We're not merely experts because we've heard it, but we've got to believe what we heard and then act on it. Think about it. We're definitely called to accept the word of God. We should accept it in our minds and agree to it in our hearts because those who believe stop long enough to listen. And that's what's being said in verse 19. They take time to hear and to understand, but the faithful believers don't just stop there. Faith in Christ is not just a road map. It's the actual journey in which we're on. Because as we've been hearing over the last month, we're still in the turn. We're just managing the turn now. So don't just sit and nod in agreement at the word being spoken, because that's not enough. We need to do what it's telling us to do. We need to figure out which way God wants us to go and actually go that way. Simple as that. If we don't, we demonstrate that we don't really trust God. So people who really trust God don't blame him for their sin or their carnality. They give him all the credit 
for all that is good in their lives. They reflect on where they've come from and how they got to where they are today. They look into his word, and then they act on what they see there. Amen? Let us move now to Matthew, the 13th chapter, the ninth verse. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Not just talking about the physical pieces that are on each side of our head, but now starting to talk about the heart of the man, the heart of the woman. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. After concluding um, his first of several parables to the crowd gathered on the beach, which is speaking specifically of the first verse through the eighth, Jesus proclaims from his place on the boat, he who has ears, let him hear. This phrase is used as a clue for listeners to carefully review what he has just said and to work to understand what he said. But the disciples, if you recall, wanted to know why Jesus was teaching in parables. And Jesus' answer simply was, that he that not everyone who has ears in a spiritual sense are are hearing what the word of God is saying. So teaching in parable gives a uh, an illustration in a in a short form clarity of what could be naturally taken and made really deep. So Jesus' answer was that any everyone who has ears is is actually speaking in a spiritual sense. Not all people want to listen, or do they want to understand? And Jesus does not intend for everyone who hears his parables to fully understand them. That's the work on that individual's part to go even deeper in what is being spoken to get a revelation and understanding that will allow them to move forward in what it is that they have heard. So Matthew 13 is focusing mainly on a series of parables that Jesus teaches to a large crowd on a beach or in today's terms in, in a large sanctuary. And to be exact, it was the shore of the Sea of Galilee. But he also began to speak. It was later at a house, and it's there that he explains uh, to his disciples the meanings of the parables of the sower, the weeds, and the fish caught in a net. Being specific about these three parables moved them from that place to the next. I love it because Jesus then travels to Nazareth and teaches in the synagogue and is rejected by the people of his original hometown. It often amazes me that even when you're telling the truth, even where you've come from, your family circles, your community base, you're not going to always make people happy. So here it is, Jesus is speaking, and he's being rejected by his own. Wow, it just doesn't make a lot of sense, but it happens. But the truth moves forward nevertheless. And so in these first nine verses, it turns the focus back to Jesus' spiritual teachings with the parable of the sower. But as Jesus sits in the boat just off the shore, 
He begins telling the crowd about a seed thrower whose seed fell on a path on rocky soil among thorns and on good soil. The only seed this morning, the only seed, is the seed that is good soil. If the seed falls on good soil, it's being productive. That's what we need to remember this morning, that only the seed on good soil is productive. Jesus later explains the meaning of the parable to his disciples. That's where we go from verse 18 to 23, what the meaning of the parable is. But he does not fully explain it for the crowds. It gives them an opportunity to grow hunger, to want more, to know more, to put themselves in position to receive it and then to apply it. Let us pray. Father God, this morning we thank you for your word today. Give us the desire and the revelation to know the benefit of being a doer and not just a hearer. There is revelation power, even in the parable. So thank you this morning for keeping it simple, what we make so hard. Give us the understanding to apply the word of God to every area of our lives. In this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Sister Charlene. Amen, amen. Thank you, Minister Randall. Hallelujah. Faith without works is dead. It profits nothing. Hallelujah. I like that. Faith in Christ is not just a road map. It's a journey. A journey. We must be doers of the word and not hearers only. Mm. Hallelujah. Not just come and get the word. Be happy about the word. But the word has to root in our hearts in order for it to produce the fruit that remains. Thank you, Minister Randall. Thank you. Sister Tracy, we're ready for you. Good morning, Saints. We have four prayer requests. The first prayer request is for a sister's mental health to be restored. The sister is in a hospital being treated for mental health, um, asking for prayer for full recovery and total restoration within her mind. Also praying for this sister's son to be strengthened and encouraged and supported during this time. Um, he's having a, a difficult time dealing with the situation, praying for both of them to seek God more and to develop a strong relationship with uh, the Heavenly Father and ultimately to be uh, to save them. So, Father God, we first and foremost come thanking you, Lord God, for the opportunity to, to pray. We humble ourselves to pray for this sister and son to be saved in the name of Jesus, and to thirst after your Holy Spirit, to thirst after you. Move Holy Spirit in their lives. Set them free in Jesus' name. We speak against uh, anxiety and depression and command this sister to be healed in Jesus' name. We send Psalms 107 and 20 over our life. We sent forth your word and healed and delivered her from her destruction. And we pray, Lord God, that she will walk in restoration and wholeness and walk and talk in, in her right mind. We pray that this sister 
to seek Christ on things of everything that concerneth her, Lord. We bless and pray for restoration in the family. We pray that this sister be delivered and set free in Jesus' name. We pray that this sister to be saved and to begin to seek you. We pray for the joy of the Lord to come over her. We pray that she will thirst after you. Holy Spirit, move and restore this sister in her right mind. In Jesus' name, we praise you and we thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, second prayer request is for Cousin Terrell um, to be delivered from alcohol addiction, praying for his salvation. Father, we pray for Cousin Terrell to be delivered, to be healed and set free from alcohol addiction. We pray that Cousin Terrell is to be saved, that he would come into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, send laborers across um, Terrell's life in his path, God. We pray, Lord, Terrell, to be restored and to thirst after you. Holy Spirit, move, deliver, and set Terrell free so that he may serve you with his whole heart. We pray that he will be encouraged and strengthened in the mighty name of Jesus. The, second, the next third prayer request comes from Pastor Agugo to receive healing and protection and asking for wisdom. We pray for Pastor Agugu to receive healing and total restoration in his life. We send Psalms 107 over him, Psalms 107, and also we pray for protection, Psalms 91 over Pastor Agugu. We pray that the pastor will see God and everything concerning his life and ministry. Holy Spirit, touch his life and set him free in Jesus' name. We ask that you will give him wisdom, knowledge, and understanding on the hearts of um of the matters of his heart in the name of Jesus. Be healed and encouraged, man of God. Rise up in the wisdom and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Amen. The next or last prayer request is from Auntie Betty um, to be healed from a stroke. She lost function in one side of her body and is not able to talk or walk. Father God, Jehovah Rapha, we call on you today. We send the word to Auntie Betty right where she is. Holy Spirit, move. Psalms 107, we send it over you, uh, Auntie Betty. You sent your word and healed and delivered her from her destruction and set her free in Jesus' name. We speak to the dysfunctions of blood flowing to her brain and command the blood to flow properly. We command the oxygen and nutrients to flow to Auntie Betty's cells and to be healed and set free. Holy Spirit, move. We plead the blood of Jesus over Auntie Betty right now in the name of Jesus. We speak to her vocal cords and we speak to the mobility of her legs to line up with the word of God and be healed in Jesus' name. We pray for total restoration and recovery in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you, Sister Tracy. <clears throat> and we agree here on earth with every request prayed by your spirit this morning, according to Matthew 18 and 19. And Father, we know that it shall be done. We declare the seed of your word, the seed of your word, Father, has been planted, watered, and rooted in everyone where it has been sent this morning. In Jesus' name. We want to quickly swing back to Minister Randall. Minister Randall, do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning? 
Uh, yes, it's Charlene. I just wanted to say there's never enough time to really dive into such powerful word. And so I want to just encourage all the callers this morning to uh, really just go back and just really have some fun by uh, allowing uh, your hearts to be marinated in both these passages of Scripture because they're both very, very powerful. Read, read to further the study of hearing what God is saying. And then know that there's more power in demonstrating your faith than merely just speaking your faith. We're walking it. Okay? We're not we're not just being hearers, but we're being doers. We're not just looking, but we're uh, going forth and making sure that we're um, the examples before the world, that we're the walking epistles, we're the, we're the ones that Christ has sent to make his word known. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Minister Rando. I want to remind you to send in your prayer request to www.newdestiny.online. And on the home page, click Connect and enter your prayer request. We are called to pray, and we love to pray. We expect God to move. When we speak his word, amen. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Minister Randall, and Sister Tracy, and our entire New Destiny family, we thank you. And we invite you to invite others to the prayer call Tuesday through Thursday at 5 a.m. And Saturday mornings we live stream at 7 a.m. Let's go before God again together as one unit family. Father, we thank you. Thank you for the word this morning. Thank you, Father, for the rain, dear God. Thank you that you have opened the heavens over us, over your people, and you're showering down on us. Hallelujah. Father, I pray that you bless every caller. Bless every caller to stand firm on your word, to not only hear your word, but to do your word willingly in excellence so that the offering up to you is a sweet-smelling savor, Father. Strengthen every caller in their walk, Strengthen every caller, Father, while they're in the turn. I pray that you bless them, Father, as only you can do to stay focused and not drift. Father, anchor them in your word. May your word be rooted in the hearts, rooted deep in the hearts of every caller. Father, cause every stumbling block and interference and distraction to be removed in the name of Jesus. We speak to it and declare it removed, that the power of it is broken in Jesus' name. I decree and declare 1 Corinthians 15 and 58 that every caller stands steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Father, I declare that they are assured and know that their labor is not in vain. Father, cause them, dear God, to have a new weight on you, 
a new expectancy for you to move. Give them the strength, Father, to stand so that having done all to stand, they stand fully armored. Tighten up their armor, Father, in the name of Jesus, where it has been loosened by the missiles of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, renew their strength, Father. Hallelujah. Father, cause your strength to be perfected in their weakness. Father, cause your people to mount up on wings as eagles in the name of Jesus, that they soar, soar, Father, in heights not previously known by your spirit. Father, cause them to run and not be weary, walk and not faint, just because they've waited on you, just because they've heeded your word, just because they have been doers and not hearers only, just because they love you, Father, and desire to do your will. Show them, Father. Hallelujah. Show out for them, Father. Be glorified through them, Father. In the name of Jesus, bless them, Father, I pray. Father, we fill every prayer prayed by your Holy Spirit this morning with the precious blood of Jesus and the power of your Holy Ghost until the day of Jesus' return. This we ask in Jesus' name. And we say it is so. Amen. Minister Helena, please open the lines.